0: another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, he's dancing over there. He's ready to
1: go. He's Ivan Lovegren. What's going on, dude? Dude, I am excited for tonight's show. There's so much (laughs) crazy stuff going on in the hobby. I literally have friends tweeting me hits as we speak. I'm like, I can't. I got to focus. There's a show. But I'm excited to share it all with you, Rob. It's been a crazy week. I think... I don't know. It, something I predicted a long time ago, because three months now is a long time ago, it seems to be happening, and so I'm super excited. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, big show tonight, big breaks, big guest, and lots of fun to talk about. So what do we got, Rob? yeah absolutely it's gonna be uh
0: i think we're gonna have a really good show tonight we got some uh special video segments we got a lot going on in hoppy happenings Uh, our special guest this evening is going to be dr james beckett the one and only uh can't wait to talk to him but uh, we got about $1,000 in box breaks going on tonight. Uh, but we're going to kick things off as we always do with our Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll. We want to know which of these quarterbacks selected in this year's draft have the most upside from a collecting standpoint in the hobby. And your choices were Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, or other. And right now, With 204 people voting so far, Trevor Lawrence is blowing everybody out of the water, 47.5%. But Ivan, that's not the way I went with the Chicago Bears landing a potential franchise quarterback and playing in a big market. My money is going to be on Justin Fields. If this guy ends up being the real deal and Chicago has a rebirth at Soldier Field of quality football, Sky's the limit for this guy's card values and player stock. Ivan, how did you what did what was your pick?
1: I mean, we uh- you nailed it on the head for me when it comes to interpreting this question. Uh, we actually interrupted the show last week when Justin Fields uh, got drafted, when the Bears dra- uh, traded up to draft him because it was such huge news. And I think it's important to say that you mentioned the most upside, which insinuates room, not just the highest prices, but upside from where they are today. Correct. So, while Trevor Lawrence is running away with this, which I find kind of incredible, if you look at Trevor Lawrence prices right now, they're already through the roof. Yep. Now, does that mean they can't go up? No. In fact, that's been one of the most common themes of the last couple of years is, wow, this is so expensive. And then it goes up. So <laughs> it can still happen. But I'm with you that the most upside, I think, does belong to Justin Fields. And believe me, I'd love that if you... See, I'm I'm flexing a little bit here myself on the camera, you know. I pulled a Trevor Lawrence autograph uh, last week from Topps's Trevor Lawrence product, but uh, yeah, I think Justin Fields could be, you know, if you remember Patrick Mahomes's draft, he was not the most expensive rookie. I know it's just it, it really is
0: amazing. So, like I said, uh, 204 people voting in. Love to see uh, more of you weigh in, and if you have an other. Please reply. Um, some of the people that have weighed in, like Stephen Collectibles, he's putting some money on Mac Jones. I mean, if he can put be put behind, a invincible line where he can just sit in the pocket and pass. uh, Possibly some people are saying Kyle Trask, Uh, a lot of love for Justin Fields. So uh, keep weighing in, keep voting. But Ivan, um, before we bring in our special guest, tell people why the poll's important and how we're going to do some giveaways tonight. Well,
1: so remember we said, yeah. Yep. 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 So, (laughs) We did. Um, so we did show you where the t- poll is. It's on Twitter.com. So it's really important. We're going to do some incredible box breaks and giveaways later on in the show. So go to Twitter.com to vote in the poll, but also make sure you follow us because in a bit we're going to have you engage there, and that's how you're going to be entered to win the giveaways. So Twitter.com slash live. Remember to vote in the poll, retweet the live broadcast of the show, invite your friends, because guess what? We're about to have an incredible segment they're not going to want to miss. I have been waiting a decade, probably much more, but a decade I've been aware of to meet this gentleman, so I could not be more excited for this next segment. Well, without further ado, let's bring on our special guest. It
0: is my extreme honor and privilege to introduce you, the GoGTS Live audience, to the one and only Dr. James Beckett. I don't know what to call you even. Dr. Jim, James, Mr. Beckett, Dr. Beckett. How how would you prefer to be referred to in this interview?
2: Ask Ivan. He's apparently been thinking about it for 10 years. <laughs> Did I just do if it you again? guys are Rob and Ivan, then I'm Jim. That's that's great.
0: Fair enough. We <laughs> well, Jim, thanks so much for taking some time. Uh, first off, uh, thank you for coordinate, uh, communicating with us uh, regarding the Dallas show. And uh, it was a perfect opportunity to bring you on. What have you been up to? I mean, I know you a while back, you launched a podcast, but you've still got your thumb on the pulse of this hobby. So what's going on with you, sir?
2: It's amazing that I can do a daily podcast, 15 minutes a day, and people think, well, I'm (laughs) unretired, that I'm really deep into the industry. But I've always been a lifer, guys, you know, so I just have always loved the hobby. And, you know, I, I really haven't taken a break for all these decades. But, you know, I've been I was way more active when I was actually wasn't just involved in the company, but I was. It seemed like every decade or so, I got kicked farther upstairs, and that wasn't as much fun. I really enjoyed being on the front lines. Seventies, <laughs> you could do that. Eighties, nineties, it got tougher. By the two thousands, and that's two thousand five is when I sold the company. So, and I, I don't miss that. I got my life back, but it's, it's. Uh, there's so many ways to enjoy the industry enjoy the hobby. So it's the hobby is the people. Uh, I still enjoy going to occasional shows, uh, pop in on some card shops. I'm, I'm probably more of a vintage guy than, uh, than, than the ultra modern stuff, but uh, I, I appreciate all cards.
1: Well, you just said something that I love, which is, you know, getting kicked up from the front lines. Can you take us back there? Tell us what the front lines were.
2: What was that? I, wait, a minute, I, I kicked myself up. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody pulled me up. I, it just, you know, it just, you, it, it wasn't appropriate for me to be doing things that other people could do. Uh, again, it, when you delegate, when you initially delegate to somebody, they can't do it as well as you can, and then after a month, they, they still can. not but after three months, after six months, at some point, they can do it as well as you can. And in many cases, they can do it better than you can, and they have more time. And so I, I basically needed to just keep pulling myself out of some of the daily duties that I loved. I loved being involved in the price guide. But when we had you know four, five, six uh, price guides a month coming out, I just, I just couldn't do them all. So uh, so I kicked myself upstairs, Ivan, <laughs> and it doesn't feel very good. It's supposed to be a promotion, but I, I bet there's salespeople out there that the worst day in their life is when they got promoted to sales manager.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So that's and so I, I, you know, that, 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 that's that's what I felt. It, it was it was the right thing to do for the team, for everybody else, for me it probably was the right thing for me to do as well. Cause it really allowed my team to fully blossom.
0: How did you, you know, through that period of time, I know Ivan and I were talking a little bit about this before we went on air, but how do you, how did you deal with situations where you're a collector and your pursuits, you know, are individual to you yet could influence your buying habits could influence pricing because people say, well, is Dr. Jim is, he, he's, maybe I should get in on that if he's, if he's trying to buy it, you know, how, did that,
1: things like that ever present? You, you were the original social media influencer, right? Well,
0: we did get
2: a lot of snail mail. I'll tell you that, but uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, you know, Rob, we had a, we had a policy that it wasn't just for me it's for everybody. You you really, you, you could act like a collector, but if you couldn't work at our company and act like a dealer. And so that might be buying your, you know, one card of your favorite player. And it's certainly that we had moratoriums before the next episode, the next issue came out. But, uh, you know, any kind of, I didn't, the only cards I bought were type cards for, for showing in the almanacs and the and the magazines and stuff like that. So I I was really, in fact, I missed out on a lot of great deals in the (laughs) the eighties and nineties and two thousands, because I, I just wasn't going to have that conflict of interest when rich Klein, you know, was, was uh, on our team, you know, he and I would, we'd hit the national and, you know, we'd buy some cards, but it it was, nothing was for resale. It was to, it, it would be unusual stuff that we hadn't seen could be a small set or a type card that would allow us to picture it in the almanacs in the magazines. So, so yeah, I, you know, we, we avoided that and we had a couple of employees that were not a, they just had too much of an addiction to dealing. Addiction is probably too strong a word, but I said, look, this is the rule. If you can't do it, you can't work here. Uh, But you can be a collector, but your dealings are going to be scrutinized. And so, and I tried to set a good example. So yeah, Clementi stuff that I passed on in those decades, uh-huh. uh, unbelievable.
0: <laughs>
2: it, it would not have been appropriate. Yeah. And I'm well, not making up for lost time now because I, I have, I have enough cards and, uh, you know, they're, you know, I'm more of a seller than a buyer. Let's put it that way.
1: Sure. Sure. But you did also classify yourself as a collector. Yeah. So with the I years, hate selling cards. I'm just, (laughs) I'm looking behind you and you mentioned retirement and I'm like, your room looks like my room. If I didn't Uh, have this curtain up, (laughs) uh, Uh, I
2: have a curtain as well, which I put up (laughs) uh, and also have my, my kind of my wall of fame, which are my cards that are alphabetized and people like that that are over here. And I can actually throw it up as a virtual background on, on some other formats, but Mm. Yeah, it's. I, I still love cards, and I, I think cards are beautiful. But um, you know, I, I don't. I just don't like selling cards. I like pricing cards. I like buying cards. I like trading cards. But I don't like selling cards.
1: So, so what are some of the treasures? Like, what are some of the things you've stumbled on, and no matter what, you'll never sell?
2: Well, probably. You know, I got cards from my dad. When he was a kid, I really haven't sold my dad's cards. He had some Gaudis and play balls, stuff like that. And cards that I had as a kid, some of them are gone, but I still have some of those. And Roberto Clemente was my favorite player. So, you know, the Clemente stuff, you know, I, 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 I'm I not saying I would never sell a duplicate Clemente, but I wouldn't, I, I just... Uh, it's not... Uh, I, you know, I got in when it. You know, I, I had a great collection when I started doing the price guides, and so that it didn't go anywhere. I mean, I, I sold some of the stuff to you know, kind of in starting the company, but you know, for the most part, I've just got some cards, so, some great cards that. I mean, nobody. Well, it's just they've just gone up in value, <laughs> you know, and 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 they, you know, they've gone up way more in value since I, haven't been in charge of the company and so nobody can say hey you were you were holding out for 2021 or <laughs> you were you were uh you had these extra clemente cards you know well they are what they are
0: now are you are you a grader do you like your cards graded or do you like them raw
2: well, my Wall of Fame is is kind of for my friends, uh, collectors. It's, there's something for advanced collectors there as well as um, novice or just fans or mm-hmm. friends. So there's a I get a little emphasis on local players. But for those, I get them slabbed because then I don't have to worry about a friend uh, fumble fingering, you know, dropping something, creasing it, whatever. And so I... I think you know what grading company I use, but <laughs> so I have these I have these custom uh, holders that are these kind of plaques mm. that uh, that will hold eight cards, and uh, that you can pop them in and pop them out, and so I have a whole bunch of those, and then they're they're alphabetical, and so yeah, so then I don't have to worry if somebody you know wants to l- pull it off and look at it. Unless they stick it in their pocket.
1: (laughs) Well, slabs uh, are harder to do that with than raw
0: cards. Slabs are
2: harder to do that, exactly.
0: (laughs) Is that a PSA 10 in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Well, if it's a PSA 10, (laughs) they didn't
2: get it from me. (laughs) So
1: So, um, let me ask you another question. This actually comes uh, kind of a few people in chat have brought up the magazine. And so that just makes me think, uh, is there a particular – uh, like is there a particular issue that you really recall or a cover that just that means something to you uh or that really stood out in your i mean so many of them i'm sure
2: probably the the first ones you know the, the earlier the the farther ago the more i was not kicked up upstairs that i was making cover you know i i even i even have a photograph of mine that was used uh, not on the front cover, but on the, on the, on the back cover, but uh, so I'm not a great photographer, but I thought I could I, I own the company. I, I can put my own photo there. Uh, there obviously were no royalties involved, but uh, but I was in spring training one year and I, I took some shots and they weren't great, but I thought ah, it would be interesting to see if anybody notices. Uh, but yeah, so the early baseball magazines I, I really had no team. And so I was involved in every aspect of it. And it was a great learning experience to learn that I'm not good at certain things, <laughs> like designing the covers, uh, artistically anyway. But, um, you know, I – later on, the, some of the covers you might expect me to say are ones where I was just picking a photo by knowing that photo is iconic, like a Bo Jackson or something, some of the Jordan covers and, and uh, other – so they were, um, you know, I tried to have my finger on the pulse of of what people would want and try to move it around the country that we weren't always doing Yankees or anything. And then I really was the one that commissioned the artistic covers that were, you know, the 50th baseball and the 100th and, the you know, some of the ones were, you know, the Yankee fantasy and the Clemente painting we actually commissioned the paintings and that was cool to see a painting turn into the, in, in the, in the Yankee case, a kind of a wraparound cover. So that was a lot of fun. That's an example, Ivan, of something I really enjoyed doing, but I just couldn't, I, I, I hit, we had a bunch of people and they were arguably better than I was at it anyway. And so, and they really enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it while I did it. That was fun. And we waited till the last minute. We had our covers, uh, we had our covers uh, printed in many cases, but it was not a different printer necessarily, but it, a different situation to mm. where we could we could put our covers on at the last uh, last uh, at the last minute.
1: Interesting. Could,
0: could you take a look at my feed and tell us about this baseball card from Fan? favorites right around the time you were retiring right yeah.
2: well i i they, maybe they didn't know i was retiring <laughs> uh because it was kind of a uh, top secret until it happened but uh i got contacted by tops i think in the probably the fall of 04 and uh they said you want to be on a card and i didn't say how much are you going to pay me Actually, if I would have said that, I would would have. Well, let's just say it was not lucrative. Uh, (laughs) But most, if uh, Ivan, Rob, if you guys were asked by Tops, do you want to be on a fan favorite card? You you would say,
1: "Sure." How much? How much do I have to pay? (laughs) How much do I
2: have to pay? So um, that particular card, Rob, though, is especially plentiful because the, there was, it was in the, in the, uh, in the, there was a version in the packs, but then there was also a version in the, um, that was, uh, stuck in, inserted in the, in the baseball magazines. And so it's, it's more plentiful. Uh, so I, of the cards that people put in my face to sign, that's, that's the main that's one the they'll one. send me yeah. through the mail. And I, and that's fine. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a compliment. And, uh, and I thank Tops. I'm not like I said. I'm not expecting any residual royalties. Uh, it, it was it was a fun project, and I got and it's Clemente's actual jersey
3: that That's I wore, awesome. that I had, mm.
2: that I no longer have, but I did have. Um, but that so that some authenticity um, of doing it in a '56 Top style, which was also my my uh, my favorite set and my my boyhood first card.
1: Very cool. So I just did a little sleuthing during this interview, um, and I'm curious, how many of the first monthly price guides are you sitting on? Because <laughs> I've literally found, so it, it says $2.50 on the cover, if we have that image pop up. And I don't know if you know this, they've been selling for $70, $80, $85 on eBay now. Um that might have been a smart investment if you sat on a stack of some of those.
2: We had a huge stack of those at one point, and they got uh, water damaged. Oh no! no. Pepper, Pepper Hastings can vouch for that. We had, oh. and it wasn't because they were put away, because they didn't sell, guys.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's no brilliance there. Uh, and they, I had them, you know, set aside ten copies for me, so I, I probably got nine left. You know, and I slabbed them, which is sort of weird, but uh, nothing can happen to them. Uh, but people come up to me and ask me to sign him. I'm happy to do that. It's And, That's you know, again, even that, there was a, a reprinted issue of that that is clearly stated as reprint uh, back uh, in the early 2000s, I think. Mm. Not sure what what that commemorated, but there was... There was, They were polybagged in to the subscribers, I think.
0: Ivan, that just made me think of a great poll question. So if you were going to send uh, Jim something, would it be that fan favorites card or would it be a first baseball issue? Which one would you want to get signed? That's a tough call. You that's, just, tough. that's a
2: lot. Uh, that's uh, a lot. Easier than Justin Fields, <laughs> which would have been my pick too. Uh, basically, uh, I don't know. There's that much upside for the uh, you know baseball number one because it's already uh, you know a tougher thing to find. But the fan favorites cards, that's mainly what I get. What I get sent. It's less postage, and uh, I'll, I'll personalize if people want me to. You know, it's. I don't want to be, I won't be deluged, I don't think, but, uh, <laughs> but it's like I said, it's a compliment. And, um, and again, the, the magazines I probably signed, I'm sure I've signed a hundred, 200, 300 of those first um, baseball magazines.
1: That's great. Well, so we, we've a little, at least I have a little fanboyed over just getting to talk to you and your history and the hobby. <laughs> Um, but I do want to bring it into the present cause you're still active. You've got the podcast, uh, you know, you've, you've got the collectibles, even, even the vintage, um, give us just one take on the hobby today or, or cards today, or whether it's vintage, like what's, what's front of mind for you right now. When you look at the hobby, i mean, let's
2: have dinner in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I booked a ticket and good. I'm glad you're going to be there. Um, no, I think the the main thing that you know people talk about a correction, a crash, uh, an adjustment, and basically we're 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 right now entering in, and we have been probably entering into more of a mixed market. It, it's no longer a raging bull market, and it's certainly not a bear market. But there are going to be things that go up, things that stay the same, and things that go down, and um, you know things that have gone up by five hundred percent. And then they go down by fifty percent. You're still net net uh, way up, unless you bought it at the peak. And so the fact that there are no sure things is is healthy for our hobby. It had to. I mean, eventually it has to be not a sure thing, uh, but a good thing. Yep. You know, I, I've had I, I meet with some younger uh, younger guys, you know, I don't. Use the word mentor, but I mean, I'll, I'll, they'll ask me questions, and I say, "Look, you're a winner, but don't think you're undefeated. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you know, you, you're going to win more than you lose, but you're 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 not going to be undefeated. And that's the way the hobby's going to be now. It's not, it's not somebody has a and, and anybody that tells you they got the Midas touch, they they don't, they don't. Some things are going to unexpectedly go up." and some things are going to unexpectedly go down. So, again, that's healthy, and frankly, it's good for you guys. It's good for me. It's good for any content creator, as long as it's, you know, again, taken with a grain of salt, that people, um, that they ought to get counsel and advice and wisdom from all sources.
0: That's great advice. Absolutely great advice. Um, Jim, where can people find... Your podcast. Let them know what the name of it is, and typically what time it posts.
2: It's uh, it's Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. It's every day. Well, it's uh, uh every weekday, and then uh, and then w- and two on Saturday to make up for taking off Sunday. Uh, <laughs> they're never more than fifteen minutes. In fact, the weekend ones are six, eight, ten minutes max. Uh, so it's pretty much every day. It's pretty much everywhere podcasts are i mean apple and spotify stitcher i mean i i'm, I'm on all those things <laughs> so it's not hard it's just that and then i'll I'll post them to youtube you know a week later and that's and i'll find some new but i'm i'm not i'm not video so i don't get a lot of action there but some people will find me and then pour it over to the to the uh, audio so i I'm having fun. I, I realized, and, and Ivan, I'm going to bring this up in a couple of weeks, is that I think my my role now is to influence the influencers. I don't know that I'm, I mean, I'm not turning anybody away from any of these things I'm doing, but I'm trying to focus a little bit more. And so I'm intentionally doing podcast episodes that I think will, can impact some people that are that are tracking with a hobby that that can take the ball and run with it, like you guys
0: well lofty honors listen um for those of you guys that don't know if ivan hasn't uh, made it public yet we're sending him down to the dallas show this month and uh, i'm sure he's going to come back with some great content for us he's going to get to hang out with uh dr beckett and i'm sure he'll have some stories to tell us when he gets back but this has been an absolute pleasure um you have an open invitation sir if there's anything you ever want to <laughs> plug you got to get off your chest or you just want to chat about uh you drop me an email and we'll make it happen okay
2: my goal is to have nothing to plug
0: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> other than i got some great sponsors and i'm enjoying the podcast and i want to get you guys on there i mean ivan you'll be part of the thing uh doing i'm hosting a hobby content creators uh casual dinner uh, Saturday evening after the show. It's invitation only, but you can get an invitation if you're a legit uh, hobby uh, content creator. Uh, no spectators. It's just an insider group, and uh, we'll we'll bat some things around and enjoy, enjoy the fellowship. Again, it's been a great ride, and I, I think we're going to have a national, but until too. that's completely locked in, this Dallas show is about the closest thing we have to it.
1: Not to mention there's room in the hobby for multiple shows that, you know, like I'm excited for Dallas because it's going to be huge and I'm excited for the national. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so thank you, Dr. Beckett for coming on tonight. It's truly been a pleasure getting to speak to you for the first time directly.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: and I'm glad we're going to make it twice in one month.
2: You bet. You bet. And Rob, you, you, know, you can't make it, but, uh, you'll, We'll just do a, we'll just do an episode. Again, 15 minutes. Surely you can carve out 15 minutes for me.
0: Oh, anytime <laughs> that, anytime that you say I'm there.
2: Uh, that'd be cool.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Best to you. And uh, we'll make sure that Ivan's on his best behavior down there. All right.
2: Well, there are going to be some bad
0: influences in the room. <laughs> some of <these> other podcasters <laughs> are, they don't,
2: they don't, uh, we'll see. We'll see how obstreperous the group becomes.
0: Sounds good. You yeah. have a great evening. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. You bet. The one, the only Dr. James Beckett, hobby legend and pioneer. Um, man, he looks great. He sounds great. He's still so energetic and passionate about the hobby. How great was that,
1: Ivan? I mean, he dropped the name of a thing I didn't even know existed. He's like, oh, we're on Stitcher. I'm like, "I what? <laughs> I'm not that cool. Uh, Dr. Beckett, is hip and at the forefront still after all these years. Uh, and how excited are you pleasure. about going to Dallas? I can't wait. <laughs> I'm super excited. First off, it was it was convince the wife. And then second off, it was, hey, GTS, do you need some help there? And then it all came together. And so thank you. Thank my wife. Uh, we were able to make it happen. And it's after my second shot, too. So it'll it's like, you know, everybody's comfortable in that regard as far as, you know, everything goes on. So hopefully second shots aren't contagious, (laughs) right? It's supposed to stop the other stuff, but what if it's contagious? Um, we've also got, uh, I didn't want to cut into Dr. Beckett, but I don't know if you saw this this week, Rob, the governor of Illinois has reopened conventions. So if that's happening now, strong chance that by July 1st, the Rosemont is supposed to be open to
0: conventions. So we'll yep. see yep. how that coincides with uh, the Nationals' decision. I'm sure we'll hear something shortly. Yep. Well, we got a lot going on in the hobby. We aggregated all from around the web news, notes, and nuggets with a look at this week's hobby. Happenings well an article in Market watch this week caught my eye It said eBay sales of sneakers and watches have accelerated and trading cards are next this despite shares of eBay slumping ten percent after reports of the company's first quarter earnings not meeting expectations. The article goes on to say that since the beginning of the year, eBay has seen explosive growth in trading cards with active buyers doubling and existing buyers purchasing more items at higher prices. Jamie Iannone, chief executive of eBay purchasing Chief executive of eBay purchasing more items at higher price. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Let's start that last sentence over again. <laughs> Jamie Ione, chief executive of eBay, said, To dramatically simplify selling, we recently launched image-based scanning for our top-selling trading cards. In addition, we've introduced a new low-cost tracked shipping service, eBay Envelope. And aggressively marketed to buyers on social and enthusiast forums. We plan to launch more innovation for trading car category throughout the year. So stay tuned to
1: what that means exactly. The hobby and high finance continue to collide as more people are becoming becoming educated to the recent market boom in sports collectibles. In his latest podcast, Wealth Management Guru, Michael Batnick of the irrelevantinvestor.com discusses some of the reasons and how the hobby has matured into what he considers a viable and tangible asset class. Interesting. Yeah. It's a good listen. It's not too long. Uh, this caught my eye um, from the
0: Financial Post this week. See, it's crazy. All over. The hobby is everywhere. Uh, the headline asks... Have digital collectibles already seen their peak, Uh, citing that critics believe the market's inflationary hype is a passing fad and a drop in the value of NFTs is inevitable. The article is filled with references to the current sports card and memorabilia market NBA Top Shot and other notable NFTs. In fact, this video from Reuters accompanied the article, which is definitely worth a detailed read. But for now, watch this.
4: You may have heard of a 10-second video artwork that sold for $6.6 million in late February. Or perhaps the video clip of a LeBron James slam dunk that a fan paid $208,000 to own. These transactions are part of a new digital investment craze that has exploded over the past year. But what makes these assets, that exist solely on the internet, so valuable? These digital assets are known as non-fungible tokens, or NFTs. Blockchain technology allows these items to be publicly authenticated, serving as a digital signature to certify who owns it and that it is an original work. NFTs cannot be exchanged on a like-for-like basis, as each one is unique, in contrast to fungible assets like dollars, stocks, or bars of gold. Take it from art collector and investor Pablo Rodriguez Frail, who bought a 10-second video clip by artist Beeple in October and turned it around for $6.6 million at the end of February.
1: Same argument as, you know, you can go into into the loop and take a picture of the Mona Lisa and you can have it there, but it doesn't have any value because uh, it, it doesn't have the provenance or the history of the work. Again, the reality here is that this is very, very valuable
4: because of who is behind. The start of the rush has been linked to the launch of the NBA's Top Shot website, which allows users to buy and trade NFTs in the form of video clip highlights of games. A user paid $208,000 to acquire a clip of a LeBron James slam dunk. It's been really cool because we've launched the public beta in October, and already since then we processed over almost $250 million
5: in transactions
4: some athletes are seizing on the opportunity super bowl winning tight end rob gronkowski is launching his own digital trading cards as nfts in march telling reuters he expects millions
5: this is a digital trading card that (laughs) i am letting you know my fans be able to get a piece of the action and share these iconic super bowl moments with me in this all-new digital format.
4: Examples of NFTs range from digital artworks and sports cards to pieces of land in virtual environments and even as digital memorabilia. Twitter boss Jack Dorsey has just put up for sale the first tweet ever, his own, from 15 years ago. An early bid stood at $2.5 million. Dorsey has said proceeds will go to a charity fighting extreme poverty. Like many new niche investment areas, there is the risk of major losses if the hype dies down. OpenSea, a marketplace for NFTs, saw monthly sales volume grow to $86.3 million in February, citing blockchain data. Just a year ago, sales were at $1.5 million. For now, enthusiasts and traders like NFT investor Nate Hart are caught up in the excitement.
5: The hype is extremely high right now. I've used the analogy a couple times that You know, early NFT guys have kind of been presented with the same opportunity as maybe people who found Bitcoin early. Nobody can predict the future, but the opportunity is huge. We aren't
1: done with hobby related headlines from the mainstream media this week. Uh, Like this recent report from TMZ that reads, Post Malone causes frenzy at card shop drops thousands on magic cards. Yes, the recording artist hit up the super popular Frank and Son collectible show last week in City of Industry, California, just outside of Los Angeles, and was on the hunt for some very pricey Magic the Gathering cards, or MTG, as those of us in the know know. He definitely brought the magic touch because his mere presence alone brought fans out in droves to watch him spend big bank on Magic the Gathering. Malone signed autographs for fans before dropping thousands of dollars on a slate of cards for his collection. That's a lot of mana. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's cool, though. Uh, Now, how cool is this, though? What you see
0: before you is a ticket from one of the most important moments in NBA history, Michael Jordan's pro debut. Now, this treasure is currently up for bid through Heritage Auctions. It's the most valuable format because it's direct from the Chicago Stadium box office rather than a random Ticketmaster location. And it's in the second highest grade graded example ever, which is a PSA 5 EX bidding. And Saturday, it'll be interesting to see what it sells for.
1: There's been lots of exciting MMA news in trading cards lately, but check out this Uh, interesting reaction to the new Panini Prism from an MMA fighter himself. Yes, Tanner Boser, a two-time unified MMA heavyweight champion, which is absolutely impressive in its own right, is also a collector, which just makes him cooler. Check out this tweet after he saw his Panini Prism card. Quote, This is the first I'm learning of the fact that there is now a trading card of me. I collected all kinds of cards growing up. So, this is honestly one of the coolest things in the world to me. Thanks, Panini America. I am beyond stoked. Not only that, but it was in a quote tweet of someone else posting the card. So, hey, Twitter does work. <laughs> We're personally stoked for you, Tanner. And that's why this is the Go GTS Live tweet of the week. Absolutely.
0: Going to have an interview uh, with him by Kelsey Schroyer, and he, he's going to try to actually get him on the show. How cool would that be? Uh, well, this 1997 Upper Deck basketball card is a white whale for numerous Jordan collectors. It is also scheduled to become the highest-priced piece of Michael Jordan memorabilia in history when bidding ends at Golden Auctions. With bids already exceeding $1.6 million, this beautiful card showcases a swatch of MJ's all-star game-worn jersey, is signed on card, hand-numbered to 23, and graded a PSA 8 with a 9 autograph. Can't wait to see just how close
1: to 2 this gets. Speaking of goats, one of the finest complete collection of Tom Brady rookie cards will be broken up and sold individually through Heritage Auctions. This unbelievably expansive and pristine collection of all of Brady's cardboard debuts will be spread throughout all of Heritage's summer auctions. The first group actually closes for bidding tonight. So open another tab. Don't close us. Yeah, I was going to say Anybody uh, <laughs> have any updates for us? Let us
0: know. Yeah. Um, Ivan, you're going to like this. The Los Angeles it. Kings. Quentin Beifeld made history back in October by becoming the highest drafted black player in NHL history. Beifeld continues to make history with his NHL debut for the Los Angeles Kings. And coinciding with his call up to the big club, Upper Deck announced a new exclusive line of autographed memorabilia featuring the young star visit the upper deck authenticated website for more details
1: and to shop the new line three shots on goal and one assist just last night. Nice. Love it. Uh, unfortunately we do have some hobby crime news to report. Dang it. Two separate burglaries. And yeah, I know Rob, you're pissed about this. I am too. Cause one of them is our good friend of the show. Jimmy Mahan's shop in Lexington, Kentucky. Thankfully, the shop had good video surveillance, and that video surveillance shows a white male, mid-20s, enter the premises, and leave with over $25,000 in unopened product. However, if you want to at least smile in the face of this, check out Jimmy's Twitter feed, at Kentucky Cards, where he posted, they broke the box that the robber left behind, and he hit a PC hit. So, (laughs) Jimmy's got an incredible attitude. But seriously, if you see anybody that may match the the video surveillance footage or the pictures that have been shared on social media, please let Jimmy and law enforcement know. The other incident took place at Eddie's Sports Treasures in Knoxville, Tennessee. Where a smash and grab resulted in the theft of over fifty thousand dollars in unopened product. So again, check out Eddie Sports Treasures on social media. Look at the images, and if you're in the area and see a suspicious attempted sale of uh, sealed wax or someone that matches the description, please let local law enforcement know or at least reach out to the shop and they can pass on the information there's also some additional info in this video from local abc affiliate w-a-t-e
6: Another well, now the reported burglary at a North Knoxville sports memorabilia shop. The thief making up with tens of thousands of dollars in merchandise. Yeah,
7: police say it happened this weekend at Eddie Sports Treasures. It's a sports cards and collectibles store on North Broadway.
6: Tonight, Six on Your Sides, Elizabeth Kubel speaks with the owner, desperate to find now whoever committed this crime. Elizabeth.
7: Yes, he is, Bo. More than $50,000 worth of sports cards stolen from his shop, and the owner says the person behind it knew exactly what he was doing. Caught on camera, this surveillance video capturing a suspected thief at Eddie Sports Treasures early Sunday morning.
5: I would say a professional uh, thief came and busted out my front door and was able to sneak in for a quick trip to the back where my inventory is at and stole a bunch of unopened boxes of cards.
7: The owner says those stolen items total more than $54,000.
5: That's a lot of people's annual income and average you know income. So... Uh, I don't know, it's just depressing.
7: The basketball, football, and baseball cards were some of his most valuable ones.
5: I've got probably 200 different items on the shelves, and he took all the expen- most expensive ones, and he did it within two minutes. One of the boxes that he took was retails for $3,500, and I had eight of those taken.
7: A bare space on the shelf where they used to sit. Eddie Barkley's ultimate goal is to find the person who snatched them. He also says he's turned in footage to Knoxville police.
5: I just want to catch the guy. I mean, I'm more worried about that than I am the money. Obviously, $50,000 is very important to me as it would be to anybody. But the point is, I absolutely despise thieves. I mean, we've got images of him, know exactly what he did the entire time in here, where he went, what he took, that type of stuff. And then uh, we got more footage to go look at for the parking lot so that hopefully we can find out what type of car they were in, and then really actually be able to do something about it.
7: And Eddie says he will be tightening up security in response, getting better better surveillance and outside cameras. Lori? Oh, you just have to feel for him. Elizabeth, thank you so much. So if you know anything about this crime, you can give the Knoxville Police Department a call. And remember, you can remain anonymous.
0: A message from PSA President Steve Sloan was sent out this week and revealed a few key pieces of information, including the fact that Collectors Universe recently surpassed 1,000 employees, with the majority of all new hires specifically joining PSA. Also, the statement says they expect to be completely caught up with back orders by the end of this month. And with regards to the recent service level suspensions, that was addressed as well, saying that PSA hopes to return
1: service levels on July 1st. If you've been looking for some alternative sales markets in the hobby, look no further than Loop. We've been reporting on them for a while. Absolutely incredible app. And, man, the crew over there have done some interesting things to generate an even bigger audience for the app as well as for sports cards. A recent newsletter sent out to users announced, quote, We've signed the NFL's most prolific card collector. Green Bay Packers running back A.J. Dillon will be streaming On Loop this weekend. That's it's awesome. your chance to hang out, chat with, and buy cards directly from an active professional football player. I added the active to the quote. Uh, this Can't Miss event goes down on Saturday, May 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So how cool is that? Very. Plus, uh, Loop and Slab stocks have teamed up to bring collectors educational and investment-centric videos every week. To start, they'll produce a pre-recorded video on Wednesdays that'll be embedded within a blog post. Then they'll also be hosting a live stream and Q&A session every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Oh, wait, 6 p.m. Eastern. (laughs) So it works out great. Thursday night's just got even more fun. We're going to show you a few clips later from the Loop Market Report powered by Slab Stocks. Um, But also again, very cool stuff. And they've also been marketing on advertisements on some popular, non-collector sports Twitter videos. So keep an eye out for those as well on Twitter. Well, earlier we told you about a massive Tom Brady rookie
0: card collection being sold through Heritage Auctions. Well, it seems Leland's is offering what it describes as the single greatest offering of Tom Brady cards in the history of sports auctions. Whoa. And what you see here are just four of the nearly 100 BGS and PSA graded rookie cards of Tom Brady up for auction this Sunday. So very interesting timing that two Brady super collectors uh, deciding to liquidate at
1: the same time. Interesting. MLB TV launched a new baseball card program this week. Here's a quick clip from the first episode.
3: First time I ever see myself on a baseball card, it's one of them feelings, uh, kind of surreal. I think it was pretty cool showing my dad. You know, my dad had one, so it's uh, pretty cool to be able to show him that uh, I finally got recognized enough to be able to in front of a card. Rush ah! My mind was blown away. You know, you dream all those moments when you're in high school, but when it actually happens, it's completely different, very surreal. Carlos,
2: Carlos. Too good <laughs> Soto's first hit of the year is a walk-off game winner
6: welcome to the only baseball card show graded PSA 10 today we find out how the pandemic changed the industry sneak a peek at celebrity chef Graham Elliott's personal collection and interview one of the baseball card goats Don Mattingly that and so much more next on MLB's carded
7: it is caught holy cow
6: unbelievable this is mlb's carded where we take a look at baseball cards past present and future from rip parties to rated rookies it's just like opening a wax pack you really never know what you're gonna get
0: all right and one last thing can anybody tell me what is going on here i mean Actually, I know thanks to our friend, fellow collector, and attorney Paul Lesko, who pointed out that it seems Panini has paid to have this done. So every time you type in the hashtag <laughs> the hobby, the rated r- rookie logo shows up after it. So regardless of whether Tops or Upper Deck or any other trading card company puts, you know, the most popular hashtag. In a tweet, it shows up with the rated rookie. Now, (laughs) I've interesting interesting, implications. (laughs) Yes. But did you know that this, this, a lot of people may not know this and I don't like to make a big deal about it, but I'll share it because of this particular story. I was one of the first person people to regularly start promoting using that specific hashtag, the hobby, because back in the day when Twitter was getting going and the hobby was getting going on it, they were using the hashtag collect. And the problem with hashtag collect is that it's corrupted and co-opted by so many companies that it's just a bad hashtag to follow if you're just looking for stuff for the hobby. So I made the case and the point of this is the hashtag we should be using and i used it on the media side of things ever since so to see a company like panini leverage it to the degree that they have uh i just love it nice job panini and um yeah that's a look at this week's hobby happenings great stuff every week, every week. I wonder, I sit down Monday and I am going, how am I going to fill this segment? And then it just
1: does it by itself. Every week. I was going to say, I'm sure that we probably (laughs) even still miss stuff. And that's what I love about the hobby is just how freaking big it's gotten. Um, you know, I've said for years, uh, you know, people are like, well, what's going on? You know, why is it raising up so much? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. You still walk down the street. And if you say you collect cards, people look at you funny. Right. You know, <laughs> and I will say, Rob, I had two calls with strangers today. Where it came up uh, – actually, one was last night, one was today – and they got excited to talk to me about it instead of thinking I was weird. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's also a sign of some saturation, but, but they're still not out buying stuff. But they're like, yeah, no, I've heard those are really cool. Yeah, I used to collect when I was a kid. There's still so much room in the hobby. Absolutely. It's all just word of mouth. It's just Facebook. I, I was on a Facebook Formula One group today because, you know, Formula One Chrome and Chrome Sapphire came out. And I posted some of my PSA return on there. And there's 45,000 people in this Formula One group. And I swear, 80% of the, the comments were, wow, where do you buy these? I didn't know uh, these existed. Yeah, when did I didn't these know start? they
0: existed, right?
1: Like yep. there's still so many people. So I absolutely love that there's so much news because there's no reason there shouldn't be. And if, you're a, if, if you study sales, generally they tell you it takes seven touches to convert a client. So those friends out there that aren't collecting yet, they need to hear about it seven times before they buy a pack, a card, go on eBay, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah, keep talking about it. Keep sharing it, Press. Absolutely. Well, uh, why don't we
0: take a look at some product ourselves and dive into our live box break cool. segment tonight. We've got three great products. We're going to kick it off with Upper Deck's SP Game Used NHL Hockey, and we'll follow it up with Diamond Kings Baseball and Chronicles NFL Football. Uh, to get us going, SP Game Used, Six one pack, six cards, what are we looking for? Or what are, what are our guarantees, Ivan, if you so, have that up?
1: Well, that's the thing. The guarantees are four hits. Okay. <laughs> that's a little open to interpretation. But part of that is that game-used hockey is exactly what it sounds like. There is a huge amount of chunky stuff that makes it into this product. So it's hard for them to just say, oh, you get one autograph. You know, you get one of this. But if you check out gogts.net – We've got a huge summary of this. And first off, the base cards in this look really cool this year. They've got like a a refractory. I mean, we'll see them all in a minute, but they look cool. But then there's things like Frameworks, which are jersey cards, but the, the jersey is set as if it's in a frame, like if you were to frame a full jersey. Super cool looking. Tons of dual autographs, dual fabric autographs, stadium series. So the special stadium series that they do, there's relics from that. There's um, banner year parallels, which have a really cool looking. Uh, uh, oh, they're actually pucks and banners from the Tim Hortons NHL Heritage Classic. Um, and then, of course, there's nameplates. Uh, they call them draft day marks, but I you know, I'm just used to calling them nameplates. Oh, here's look at this banner from the
0: 2019 NHL Heritage Classic. Hey, there Sean we go. Sean Monahan. That's a huge swatch. Yep. Very cool. And then we have a rookie patch auto numbered to just 35 of Yegor Sharon Govinich of the New Jersey Devils. numbered to just 35. Nice multicolor patch there. Premium. Anybody know
1: anything on Yegor? I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, great Diamond in the rough. Oh, how about all-star skills,
0: fabrics, teammates, Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Goudreau. Jersey card. We had an extra hit. We got five hits and banner year dual. No, one's a jersey, one's a banner of Travis Kaneki from the All-Star. So very cool. We got five hits in this box. And what I'm going to do... You ever watch a TV
1: show and it ruins a name for you? Which was that? So in the the TV show City on a Hill, which I'm convinced is going to be the new Wire. It's just too early to say that. There's a... There's a character, Kinecki, and it's like, now oh. you hear that. I hear that name, and I'm like, no, not Kinecki. So four winners
0: tonight. Sometimes one person gets the, the jumbo banner of Sean Monahan. Someone gets the Travis Kaneki. Someone gets the Yegor, and then one person will get the dual jersey along with the Johnny Gaudreau jersey. So four winners from that
1: box. Awesome. I love it. Four winners. We're about to send out the tweet now. So remember at the beginning of the show, we told you you needed to follow us at GoGTSLive, uh, um, Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive. Well, the reason for that was that's how we're going to tweet out in just a minute what you need to retweet to enter to win. Um, which of those four did you say you were holding back, not the Kinecki? No, not holding back fight. any. I doubled up. Oh, okay, the, gotcha. The duel
0: um, of the Vancouver Canucks and then the, relics, the relics of right. Johnny
1: Gaudreau. Yeah. Gotcha. One okay. winner cool. will
0: get both those.
1: Cool. Um, awesome. So I'm going to need just a second to get this tweet out. But you got Diamond Kings, which there's a ton of content to cover in that, right? So let's Yeah. Start so. Um, let's see.
0: 2021 Diamond Kings Baseball. Two autographs or memorabilia cards per box on average. 12 packs, eight cards per pack. I know you're. we're also looking for some framed parallels. Uh, gray, I think, is guaranteed. One per box, I think, if I remember correctly. So we will... Get our Diamond Kings box going there.
1: Okay, so that tweet is live out there on Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive. And yeah, Diamond Kings. So some cool art, some cool visuals. Different tiers of rookies, right? Lots of packs, 12 packs with eight cards in them. Let me check out this rookie tier thing you're talking about here. Auntie Harrison, rookie Hank Greenberg, Letty
0: Tavares. Or am I wrong? Am I am I getting my brands confused on my base sets? Harmon a little old school. Hey, yeah, there's think... one of those framed parallels. This one of Alex uh, Kirilov, rookie. So, ooh, nice. Parallel.
1: Kirilov's been on an absolute tear. Yeah, he has.
0: So that's pretty cool. Oh no, oh. James says he got hurt. The club, meaning the 500 home run club, Harmon Killebrew. That's cool.
1: Hey, do you think Pujols plays again? Yes. Alex Baum, rookie card, graduate of Ron Calley High School in Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to my dad who's watching. And then Diamond King debuts,
0: Nate Pearson. Cards have that nice texture to
1: them, too. That's very cool. Always fun when a pro athlete comes from your hometown. Absolutely,
0: Alex Bregman, rookie Garrett Crochet. Is it Crochet or Crotchett? I
1: don't know. I don't watch White Sox baseball, so Walker Bueller, rookie Ryan
0: Jeffers, Mickey Mantle, decoy, Ty Cobb, the art of hitting. That's a fun new insert. Eddie Collins really old school and Roger Maris. I love the mix of young,
1: old current, you know, it is fun. So there was a time when it used to annoy me. Like, why are we getting these same guys over and over again? But when I look at something like this and I say like, Oh, the kids can't get product anymore. Well, they can get diamond Kings. So it's kind of nice that diamond Kings has a Roger Maris in there. So it can spark a conversation, you know, that it has, I like seeing Pete Rose cards. Yeah. Yeah. The Pete Rose even has a card that he can have because of, you know, all the major league They're, baseball stuff with him. So they, is this
0: called, if I remember correctly, is this the plum framed parallel?
1: I don't know. What is his color? <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty sure I do remember. Um, so you, here's the you, thing. I advertise that GoGTS.net has all the checklists. The problem is, I'm sorry, Panini. We need clearer checklists. It's a 115-page checklist. How am I supposed to find anything on here? Legacy Uh Litho, Luke Eric, Ryan Castellani.
0: Well, the parallels will be in the product, or I mean, those frames will be in the product highlights and description, and as far as uh, well, not always. Not when there's like 72. But no, when they're guaranteed. Like, I'm almost positive there's a if you look at the uh, intro paragraph
1: in addition to the two, oh OK, you're right. There's two gray frame parallels and one plum frame okay. parallels So, so we got are right. I, we got our one
0: plum. So we were and this is Nate Pearson gray. There should be one more gray. Shane McLennan, rookie Ty Cobb, Miguel Cabrera. Braylon Marquez, a lot of pitcher rookies. Koi Arahara, uh, aficionado, insert, Alexander Bogarts. Dane Dunning, rookie. Christian Pache. Pache, is that right? Pachi, Pachi, Pache, rookie. Yep. Okay. Ooh, there's a thick card in here. I don't think it's a decoy either. Well,
1: you never think it's a decoy. That's how they get it. Sherton Apostle. That's how they give me at least Joe Morgan.
6: Oh, thanks Vlad, for reminding
1: me. <laughs>
0: baseball is back. Vlad Jr. Luis Gonzalez, rookie. It is a thick card. It's legitimately thick. It's thick. It's thick. It's Alex Kirilov Ooh. numbered to 25 dual prime patch. Wow.
1: Beautiful. And I love so this is. This is one of the cool things. Look at the the parallel style art on that. You know, it's like this is art and a baseball card, and you've got a piece of the game in there with those patches Very for cool. the kids and the collectors. So oh, I'm down
0: giving that one away. Legacy lithographs: Ozzy Smith, Jose Abreu, uh, another rookie. Uh, this one, Alejandro Kirk. So how bad
1: is this? Is now when we ask, how bad is this Alex Kirillov injury? Is it a, a strained oblique, or is it a uh, you know got Turn hit mic on, on, on the hand? <laughs> okay, good. On we'll, uh, uh, Satchel, Satchel page. page. There's a guy who needs more cards. Will Crow, rookie. Shane Knocked Bieber. Satchel Don't Page. Call him Justin. Aficionado
0: Alex Bregman. Diamond. King debuts, Debbie Garcia and rookie Ryan Weathers.
1: So Alex Kirilov is on the 10 day injured list with a right wrist sprain. And there's no official timetable for he, his return. He just said it was a 10 day.
6: Well, it's a 10 day Sounds injury. Like that can change. change. There's what a 10 day and a 60 day. You don't want yeah, to put on 60. Of course you don't. It's only a 10 day injury.
1: That means he, <laughs> well, You. That's that's what I'm using. Joey Votto, (laughs) using my words.
0: How about Ian Anderson
1: Auto Dual Swatch Jersey? Um. So normally you see a picture and you say, "This guy." I I haven't actually been able to keep up the last couple weeks. But he's literally, if you remember from our NL Rookie of the Year conversation, I put money on this guy to win Rookie of the Year. That's how highly touted he's been. So that's a nice hit. Rob, my dad just texted me to ask if you can send my mom that Ozzy Smith card. What? <laughs> For Mother's Day, he said. <laughs> Debut diamond. Wow, Kings. dad. Bobby <laughs> Dalbeck? <laughs> Actually, Sandy now that he says you know, a, a relic from my show that would actually help me for Mother's Day, Rob. If you could send that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thoughtful gifts for mom are important. It's five six. Mother's Day is in a few weeks. Do your shopping now. Isn't it Sunday? What? You are kidding me. I think I it's know. Sunday. Yeah, uh, I just, I just. You know, did I need to send you that, express mail shipping. What? Yeah, I just Sunday? Did Why
4: are they doing it the
0: first Sunday in May? I know. I just did oh. the edible arrangements today. Uh, Dylan Carlson, rookie, highly touted. Rogers Hornsby, okay. I'll be Jose Ramirez. <laughs> Flowers. Uh, oh, I love this uh, insert. I'm glad we got to see one. Artist palette, Jack Flaherty. Really colorful, nice
1: design. Uh, Peewee Reese. Gosh, nice. I'm married now, and she's a mom too. That's double duty. Yeah. Keybert Ruiz, Diamond King
0: debuts. All right, I got to sell some of these Lewis Hamiltons. It's, uh, it's Mother's Day. Estevan Florial rookie. Walter Johnson. Marcel Azuna. There he is, the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Bryce Harper. Gallery of Stars, Francisco Lindor. Diamond King debuts, Braylon Marquez, and rest in peace, Tom Seaver. Isaac Paytas, Charlie Keller, Joe D, as in DiMaggio, a second Nate Pearson RC, Lou Brock. Another artist palette. This one, a Joey Bart. Tris Speaker. And Diamond King debuts. Sicto Sanchez. Two packs left. Mike Trout. Jose Garcia. Buster Posey. Clark Schmidt. There's our other gray... Border parallel, Debbie Garcia, Diamond King debuts. Very cool. The club. Which club would this be for Nolan Ryan? Probably what? 5,000 strikeouts? Yep. Uh, Brent Rooker and Zach McKinnistry. Zach McKinnistry. Last pack. All right, Old School with Ted Williams, DJ LeMayhew, Ryan Sandberg, Sicto Sanchez, Honus Wagner, uh, Elegance, Beau Bichette. That's pretty stylish. Diamond King debuts, Joey Bart, and closing it out with Ronald Acuna jr two very nice hits from our box we'll obviously be giving them both of them away
1: nice so i was a little bit ahead of you since i knew that those were the big hits in the box i already got the tweet out so go to twitter.com slash go gts live and retweet to enter to win make sure you are also following us on twitter and also uh you have to watch live at the end of the show in order to claim your prize, if you do win. So. Thank you, Ivan. Some quick cleanup there.
0: All right, Chronicles Football. Uh, this combines several different uh, popular Panini brands into one set, in addition to a Chronicles base set. Six packs, eight cards, two autos, and a memorabilia card in every box.
1: Now, this is exciting because this spans a wide gamut of brands, so it's like a cornucopia of awesome cards, and some of the brands are ones that we've loved in the past but didn't quite warrant their own full release every single year, such as Gridiron Kings, Clear Vision… In Crown Royal featured as silhouette autographs from the NFL's top rookies of 2020. There's also a few new introductions, such as Prism Black and clearly Donruss-rated rookies. Um, as well as, uh, oh, Dynegon is another popular uh, former, former uh, brand that's in this. Uh, find Elite Turn-of-the-Century autographs or okay. Luminance Update. Looks like we've so, got a hit already, you ready? Yeah.
0: Anthony McFarland silhouette rookie, Crown Royal silhouette, sweet, auto. And this card is numbered
1: 299. Look at that juicy swatch. That's awesome. I can't imagine those are in every box of this since it's not like a National Treasures level product. And that's definitely with that that uh Chunky, chunky patch. It's it's like the RPA of this product.
0: Yes, well, that's it incredible. Is. Ooh, we've got a prism black rookie of Legarius Sneed, number to ninety nine.
1: Wait, that's the prism black. It says, "Why is it orange?" Black, right there. Why is it orange? I don't know. Interesting. As you're holding a score, ooh, I like this. Chrome. It's but it's metal, yeah. Premium it's stock, yeah. Would it be score premium stock rookie of oh, that's awesome. Jordan Love, future <gasps> Jeopardy. <gasps> host. Ooh,
0: look, there's it's one like of those. It's... What did you call this? The acetate clear cut rated rookie and nice. clearly
1: Don Ross Laviska Chenault Jr. Look at that. That is cool. <laughs> <laughs> See what did I say at the beginning? This is a no matter what, it's a fun product. It's cool. You got some decent names too but we're only one pack in isn't that fun and rob is having an absolute blast i haven't seen enough of this to know if that's the normal amount of hits in one pack or what but here we see some base chronicles as well oh prism black rookie card is that is that a silver hold on don't flip it over yet because i'm getting the picture it but it's starting oh. that's awesome I can, can I executive decision vote that you deserve to get that in your PC? I don't know. Maybe we should run a poll. (laughs) I don't know. I think that I think you could deserve a card like that. For it's not a ten thousand dollar hit or anything, but some excitement for the Bears. If we're also excited about the Bears, let's uh drop in the chat if Rob can keep a card for once. Look at all the different. Styles of
0: our brands represented. So here's a Chase Young rookie card on the Panini Ooh. design. We've got, uh, you know, what's cool about Luminance,
1: Justin Jefferson, which one? Uh, the Chase Young. Okay. I don't know if it was purposeful because I guess all the designs would likely be the same, but notice it actually has this number on the front of the card. And the game they chose to take it from was one where they were wearing throwback jerseys. So oh, it literally says funny. 99 three places on that card. <sighs> kind of an interesting. Justin Jefferson,
0: luminance rookie. Great photo. Look at him eyeing that catch. How about? hmm, Oh, Cole Komet. Yeah, but what design is is that? The Gridiron Kings. Yeah, I think you're right. GK. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Komet. Uh, Ooh, more fun score. Super Chromium. Uh, Jacob Eason, rookie. And then, oh, man, Chase Young, rated rookie, clearly clearly Don Ross.
1: Yeah. So I guess those aren't as rare as we maybe thought, which is fine, because I want you to get two of those. Yeah, no doubt. Or four of
3: them. (laughs) 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 Right.
1: Because remember, wasn't that one of our complaints with the clearly Don Ross basketball was like, there's not enough enough cards in there for the price. Like, they're cool cards. You know, yeah, we're all chasing stuff, but another Jordan Love rookie. This is on, huh? Playoff Momentum? Dynagon?
0: Dynagon, I think. Yeah. Wow. That's some old schoolness there. I haven't seen a design like that in a long time. Uh, Luminance? Yeah, that is the Dynagon. Claypool. That's a great picture. Another great rookie. Uh, Jalen Johnson. Hey, we pulled an auto of him not too long ago. Was it last yeah. week? <laughs> Lots of rookies. KJ Hamler. Uh, okay, wait. Now that was a decade uh, what did you call a dinagon? Is that yep. yeah. 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 But there's differences. Cause I'm gonna pull that back out. Yeah. So there's there's parallels. There's silver. This prisms. one's a prism. Yeah. This one's a prism. You can see the shininess as this one is shiny, but no rainbowness of J.K. Dobbins. Both very cool though. And then wait, here's another acetate card, but it's not a rated rookie. This one is uh, playoff acetate, and it's Jeff
1: Justin Jefferson. Ooh, that's really cool. Good-looking card. Yeah, it is. So, I, I can't think of a bad-looking card we've pulled from this. I card. know. I, Maybe the base cards? I don't
0: know. like You know, I wasn't you- I wasn't sold on Chronicles initially, but I got to tell you, it has really grown on me as a brand. Just because I think it's fun and it's eclectic. Oh, oh. die cut Chase Claypool auto oh. number 275. It's a crown royal Chase
1: Claypool auto. Boom! Fantastic, awesome wow. hit here. One of the top rookies in this class, guy that could easily have a long, long successful career. Wow. Two really
0: nice Steelers cards. LaVisca Chenal Jr. There's Chase Claypool on the Gridiron Kings. Another Gridiron Kings. Darnell Mooney. Diagon. More acetate. Remember Clear Vision. J.K. Dobbins. Rookie. Clear Vision acetate. So it looks like the acetate cards are one per pack. Even the Chronicles design is nice. All right, who so we got here? Josh Kelly, another Chase Claypool. Look at the guns on that guy. Look at that photo. <laughs> this is kind of fun how about a uh, chronicles but going old school parallel red number to 199 a dick buckus there you go and then we've got a not a silver prism but a regular base prism uh, black of cd lamb nice clear vision jalen regger
3: it's been a fun fun box
1: yeah no doubt been so fun people have forgotten i put myself in the doghouse earlier in this segment clyde edwards hilaire
0: matt ryan i'm gonna save our hit for last Lamichael perrin rated rookie acetate legacy justin herber 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 <laughs> herber uh Ooh, LaVisca Chanel junior clear vision, parallel number to 10. Wow. We got to give that away. That's too short numbered to not. Uh, Jerry Judah. Gridiron Kings, Jordan love. And our last hit is sweet. Gabriel Davis, auto turn of the century, number 299, three really nice hits in our box.
1: I love that. That's actually a semi-bonus hit. Because remember, you're guaranteed two autographs and one memorabilia card. We got Yeah, we got awesome. two autos and, and an auto memorabilia.
0: Arizona. Yeah. Nice. So four winners, Ivan.
1: Gabriel Davis Auto, Anthony McFarland Auto, the LaVisca Chenault Jr., and, of course, that Chase Claypool autograph. Yeah, so, again, if you have not already, it's already live, twitter.com slash gogtslive. Go out there and make sure you retweet all of the tweets that we've done tonight, uh, but especially those ones that will enter you to win the hits from our boxes you don't want to you don't want to miss up that chance, and then also make sure that you stick around. We've got two or three more short segments, um, including some good updates on what's in the hobby, and an incredible uh, we mentioned that marketing video from Loop and Slab Stocks, which tells you a lot about the hobby market right now. So you don't want to go anywhere. But also, we announce the winners at the end, and you have to be watching live in order to be the winner. You have to claim your prize. So. Stick around after you take a second to go retweet those tweets. Absolutely. And speaking of tweets, as we end our
0: live box break segments, now we're going to gonna check in on our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll question, which of these quarterbacks selected in this year's NFL draft has the most upside from a collecting standpoint? A lot of replies, tons of replies, but 288 people voting, still 48 minutes left if you want to weigh in. But Trevor Lawrence still leading the way at 45.1%. Second place, Trey Lance edging out Zach Wilson, 226 to 18.4%. All right. Um, so, yeah, earlier we mentioned the loop market report powered by Slabstock, which is going to be an ongoing thing and they've already released the first one took a couple clips to show you what that's
3: all about and here is part one to watch right now pass it on pass it along to the future generation and with that let's get into the first
6: segment of today's video sam is here to cover the basketball marketplace Slabstock Sam here for your update on the basketball card market. On Sunday evening, Giannis Antetokounmpo took on Kevin Durant head-to-head, and in the matchup of the two best players in the Eastern Conference, the Greek freak came out on top as the Bucks beat the Nets 117-114. Obviously, the Nets were without James Harden, which will certainly change the calculus of the matchup come playoff time, but it won't change how the Nets are able to match up defensively against Giannis, which is not very well at all. Contrary to the common approach, the Nets attempted to defend him one-on-one, not because they had anyone particularly suitable to guard him, but because there are no very strong defenders on that roster, and they are definitely could not afford to leave any other Bucks shooters open. Now, the Giannis card market has been a bit stagnant through the year on the back of the two previous disappointing Bucks early playoff eliminations. In fact, since the beginning of February, his 2013 Panini Select PSA 10 rookie card is down 7% on auctions. Now, while I wouldn't say that the Bucks are locks to appear in the finals or anything really close to that, I do believe that this current Bucks team is going to make a lot of noise on a deep run through the playoffs and a premier seven game series between the Bucks and the Nets should really change the public perception on Giannis moving forward, regardless of the outcome. So keep a close eye on that series if it happens, because it could determine where the Giannis market is headed into next season. And then looking out west, at the moment, and that's a key detail, at the moment, the Denver Nuggets are slated to host the Los Angeles Lakers in their first round playoff matchup. Who knows what the Lakers will look like by that time, but we can have a pretty good guess about how the Nuggets will look. Nikola Jokic should be playing at his MVP level while the Lakers do everything they can to neutralize him, and Michael Porter Jr. will be scoring in bunches alongside of him. Since Jamal Murray went down, nothing has been able to slow down MPJ. He's averaged 25.6 points per game during that stretch, turning himself into the premier level scorer that we always knew he would be, and he's doing so on extreme efficiency. 57% from the field overall, and 51% from the three-point land on eight three-point attempts per game. His Optic Hollow PSA 10 rookie card has been on the rise of late, up 56% over the past three months on auctions. Assuming that the Nuggets are playing the Lakers in the playoffs, he should be making the same noise on the offensive end while on one of the biggest stages that sports have to offer that being a los angeles lakers playoff series so I expect even bigger things to come in michael porter jr's basketball card market next let's send it over to nate for so our baseball card
0: up. very cool If if market stuff and pricing and all that kind of thing uh, are in your wheelhouse you can tell that that's going to be a great tool for you we'll check out one more clip from those guys um, after hot in the shop which we're going to dive into right now and take a look at products releasing at your favorite uh, online breaker online retailer or lcs next week this first product wow A year delayed, but it's finally here. 2020 tops WWE Women's Division Trading Cards. Yeah, this product has literally been delayed by about a year. It should have released a year ago. Uh, Two hits in every box, including an autograph card and a relic card guaranteed. Uh, Top's WWE Women's Division is back and better than ever, highlighting the talented women of WWE. This year's set features more great moments and matches and new autographed book cards and much more. The configuration of this product changed from initial release. There's eight boxes in a case and 60 cards in a box. Uh, I don't know why or what, but that's what the configuration is. Uh, so one auto and one relic card and uh, some insert cards. So some of the highlights: single autographs, dual autograph tag teams, triple autograph, four horse women of WWE book card number to twenty five, four horse women of MMA number to twenty five, superstar Matt relics, championship plate patch cards, tribute cut signatures are some of those and. A whole lot more fun roster cards, breaking barrier inserts, superstar transformation, and much more. Hopefully we'll get a box of this from Emily to check out ourselves. In stores next week is
1: WWE Women from last year. Also in Hobby Shops this week and with your favorite breakers, we have 2020 Topps Baseball Transcendent Collection. But wait, not that Transcendent Collection. Hall of Fame Edition Transcendent Collection. That's That's right. Following up on the strong debut in 2020, you can add that Hall of Fame feel to your collection with Topps Transcendent Collection Hall of Fame Edition returning in 2021 with a few exciting changes. So each box is going to contain two one-of-ones that are on a through-the-years autographs uh, design of either Randy Johnson Or roll, sorry, one of each, Randy Johnson and Nolan Ryan. There's going to be one Hall of Fame Icons autograph, number one of one. There's going to be original art sketch card, one of ones by James Fiorentino. There's going to be one oversized Hall of Fame or Hall of Fame combo cut signatures card, numbered one of one. There's going to be one 1956 Topps baseball super fracture autograph, numbered one of one. There's going to be another oversized 1989 Topps Big framed autograph. As if Topps Big wasn't big enough, there's an oversized one now. And there's going to be 40 Transcendent Collection autograph cards, all numbered to 20 or less, including at least two one-of-one parallels and at least one Transcendent Collection Hall of Fame co-signers autograph, which is brand new. And, of course, there will be a VIP invitation event card card. Uh, VIP event invitation card numbered to just 50. So that tells you how many cases of this there are total. Guest and location TBA. Uh, Am I going out on a limb, though, by saying, look, one Randy Johnson and Nolan Ryan in each box. Could it be? (laughs) I don't know. I have no insider information on that. I'm just reading a sell sheet. But my goodness, this product looks beautiful, looks exciting. And even the list of combo cut signatures, Joe DiMaggio and Lou Gehrig. Ted Williams and Bobby Doer, Roy Campanella, Pee Wee Reese, Jackie Robinson, Duke Snyder, all on one card. Unreal. So, look, even if you can't afford to buy into a break spot of this, take some time. It'll be entertaining. Watch breaks. Chase these cards on the secondary market. It's going to be a fun time with Hall of Fame Edition Transcendent Collection in shops this week from Tops.
0: Nicely done. Oh, this next one. Wow. You want to talk about some eager anticipation. And as Mike Phillips told us in an interview um, you a month and a half or so ago, (laughs) they have to put in the volume that they expect to do with the PGA so far in advance that this was done pre-pandemic, so think over a year ago, and then the market exploded. This product is going to be in such high demand and in such short supply. Upper deck artifacts, golf cards. Golf is back. Three autos, memorabilia, orum or diamond relic cards, plus four serial numbered cards and one additional hit or serial number card in every box. Artifact Golf provides collectors the opportunity to collect cards featuring autographs and super premium and rare memorabilia for many of the sport's biggest names, men and women, past and present. Men's checklist notables, 10 of the top 35 in the world, including Justin Thomas, Bryson uh, DeChambeau. Matthew Wolf and more, 13 different major championships winners who've won a combined 57 major championships, four of the top six on the all-time PGA Tour victories list, and more than 370 combined PGA Tour wins, plus four different PGA Tour Player of the Year winners who've combined to win the honor 14 times. Notable women on the checklist, eight of the 10 Eight of the top 50 in the world currently, including Danielle Kang and Lexi Thompson, and five of the top 10 Americans. Eleven different major championships winners who have combined for 30 major championships. Plus, collect the course of a champion's Tiger Woods autograph insert set. Part of an overlay set, the first installment will be included in Artifacts Golf, Stay tuned for more products to be announced and the opportunity to complete this intriguing set. So a little evergreen content there. Artifacts, rookie autograph, memorabilia, inset, uh, insert set, including 2020 U.S. Open champion Bryson uh, DeChambeau, 2017 PGA Tour Player of the Year Justin Thomas and more. Uh, there's a lot. Of detail on this cell sheet in particular. Visit gogts.net for more details and hopefully,
1: hopefully we get a box of this to open. We make our own luck around here. <laughs> when does it when does it drop? Don't tell the bots. Uh hey, if you've been Jonesing for some 2021 football, right? Super Bowl was three months ago. Let's move on. Four months ago? I don't know, something like that. We've got it. 2021 score NFL football cards are hitting hobby shops this week, the week of May 9th, the week of Mother's Day. How much better timing could it be? Each box is going to deliver four autographed cards. Wow, that's good. Uh, there's <laughs> 90 rookies <laughs> per box. That's even better. I don't. There, how many cards are in a box? 36 inserts, 10 parallels, 400. And- there's 400 cards in a box okay yeah so this is this is a (laughs) i call it card shop in a box you're getting (laughs) inserts rookies autographs and there is one tom brady tribute card in every box so if you pull a tom brady insert make sure you double check it might be relatively scarce and of course this is loaded with new rookies First officially licensed rookie cards from the 2021 NFL draft class, including Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson and many more. You saw all the picks. You know the brand. Check it out. There are hobby exclusive die cut base parallels numbered to only 10 and those hobby exclusive Tom Brady touchdown tribute cards, which highlight all the touchdowns of his miraculous career. So make sure you're checking out hobby shops for this in order to get those hobby exclusives. That's up.
0: (laughs) You done? Uh, Good. All right. Um, Next up is 2021 Upper Deck Marvel Black Diamond. Yes. One of Upper Deck's most popular brands, Black Diamond, crosses over to entertainment with Marvel. So every box is going to give you an autographed card, a diamond card or a sketch card and an exquisite collection card in every box 2021 Marvel black diamond unites the super premium format of the long established black diamond brand with Marvel Studios phenomenal infinity saga films starting from Iron Man and culminating with Avengers Endgame awesome 10 boxes one pack six cards Uh, An astonishing selection of actor autographs, including Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Anthony Mackie, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Winston Duke, Sebastian Stan, Karen Gillen, Elizabeth DeBecky, George St. Pierre, Tilda Swinton, Tim Blake Nelson, and many others more. Look for those exquisite collection autograph black foil parallels that are numbered one of one. Look for gemography that combines actor autographs and diamonds numbered to 25. Polished patches autograph including single patch, puzzle patch, and auto patch cards. Numbered diamond shards autographs, single, dual, triple, and autograph memorabilia cards. Numbered diamond facet autographs diamond cutters i'm sensing a theme here diamond plate numbered diamond plate autographs diamond plate and triskelion and then of course some upper are some retro diamond relics uh looking at 25 16 16 17 17 18 and 18 19 all with varying numbering of 18 to 15 crazy one of one original sketch cards And much, much more. Oh, yeah, there's a 100-card base set, too, which is going to be tough with only six cards per box. So even base cards are going to have some worth out of this product. Upper Deck Marvel Black Diamond.
1: And then finally, rounding out the week in hobby shops and products, we have 2021 TriStar Hidden Treasures Autographed Full-Size Replica Football Helmets. So these aren't the minis. These are the full-size ones. Don't put them on and run around the house, please. <laughs> I, won't, I won't judge you. Uh, each case is going to have three boxes featuring an autograph full-size uh, helmet per box, including names like Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Barry, uh, Calvin Johnson, sorry. Crazy, uh, multiple. Yeah, Barry Sanders, too. Check that out, right? Awesome, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Roger Staubach. Uh, there are randomly inserted special helmets, including inscribed ones, collegiate ones, Uh, alternate ones like that Joe Burrow where the black and the the orange are flip-flopped. Lots of Hall of Famers, lots of current NFL stars, lots of fan favorites, and top 2021 NFL draft picks, including the aforementioned Trevor Lawrence, with all autographs being authenticated by TriStar, PSA DNA, JSA, or BAS, the ones you trust. So awesome-looking product from TriStar. Check it out, memorabilia collectors, football chasers, And really, anyone looking for a fun time ripping a big, big box. No doubt. Well, that's a wrap on Hot in the Shop.
0: A lot of great products coming out next week. Have fun. Uh, They're not all in everybody's wheelhouse price-wise. So be sure to shop secondary market for your PC guys. There's always a way to participate.
1: All right. Uh, Last it, it is yeah. it, it is something I've been preaching for forever, you know, yeah, transcendent, the sticker price on a box looks crazy, but it's literally designed for you for breaks It's designed mm-hmm. for you to buy into breaks, so you can partake, obviously don't you know don't do anything stupid, don't overextend yourself, but you know you can partake on a budget even in some of those crazier products. That's what so many good people in the hobby are here to help you do, so that's right, yeah. that's right. Um, all right, so
0: we're gonna put Ivan to work. He's gonna pull some winners of all the cool stuff that we got to see tonight. Awesome. In the meantime, check out part two of the loop market report powered by Slabstock, and we'll be right back to announce the winners.
3: Now we are here for the soccer report. We are talking about Erling Holland and his 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga PSA 10. So Erling Holland was the darling. Of the soccer season through the Champions League round of 16 as he was scoring a ton of goals his cards were going up in value like crazy as we can see it topped over four thousand dollars this specific base PSA 10 45 sales over the last 30 days on eBay auction up 103 percent even with that big dip so after they got eliminated from Champions League early Holland's PSA 10 dropped significantly in price now is around two thousand five hundred dollars some even trending a little bit lower on buy it now around 2,300 now. For his future outlook, in my opinion, two things can happen. One, if Dortmund makes the top four in the Bundesliga, that will guarantee them a spot for next year's Champions League. That's the only way that they can make it right now. If they do that. There's a chance that he stays because the Dortmund front office will value him on their club if they make the Champions League to make the round of 16 and drive the additional revenue. I had a conversation today with Zach Premier Soccer Investing about that, and I do agree with his take on that. Next thing that can happen is that Dortmund does not make the top four of the Bundesliga. He is not returning to Dortmund, and he is going to Real Madrid, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, some other club. Most likely Man City or Real Madrid. And that will definitely, in my opinion, drive his prices forward throughout the summer. Now, things to consider. No Euro for Holland. Norway did not make it. Probably no World Cup for Norway as well. And that is going to really remove Holland from the international competition, which will hurt his prices a bit. But he has scored so many Champions League goals already before the age of 21. He's ranked number one on ESPNs. Under 21 list, of course, some of you out there who are huge soccer fans might not agree with that list or ESPN soccer takes, but there's no denying that he's probably the top number one player under 21 in the world right now. So Holland, absolutely dynamite player. He is dipping. It's up to you if you want to buy the dip. I think there's enough to go off of to buy the dip on this card, but in reality... You just got to wait and see what happens, because if he makes that big transfer, that's what's going to help him this summer. Otherwise, it'll so be I think that's quiet really cool. Stuff.
0: Slabstock does a great job of breaking down the market. He's got a good team of people over there. You know, it's really easy to digest uh, one sport at a time, different personalities. Uh, really well done. Kudos, guys.
1: Um, all right. Ivan. <sighs> all right. Are you, baby? So we have 10 winners tonight, Rob, if I counted right which i probably didn't but that's fine we'll make it work uh so we've got three incredible products we broke we've got lots of hits from all of them some great hits tonight tons and tons and tons of fun so we're excited to give them away thank you for watching the show all the way through start to finish through its entirety let's tell you who they are but wait before we tell you we have to remind you if you hear your name you have to claim it from us and the easiest way for that to happen is to send us an email at go gts live at gts.net. Yeah, the I'm gonna
0: is- say I'm gonna say it, Ivan. Uh, while you, yeah, go okay. gts live. <laughs> at GoGTS.net is the email address to send us the following information. We need your name, your mailing address, your Twitter handle, and what you want. So email us at GoGTSLive, the name of the show, at GoGTS.net, the name of the blog, your mailing address, your full name, your Twitter handle, and what you want. One, I think you were just it's, having a connection issue. You sound better my,
1: now. Yeah, okay. It's working better now. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so very easy for you to claim your prize, but you have to do it. So that said, let's get started. First off, from Upper Deck Black Diamond. No, nope, SP time? Game Muse. Hi. SP Game Muse, that's right. Dang it. You got me I'm all excited about that Marvel black diamonds out <laughs> uh, so from sp game use that's right the chunky product with lots of chunky and we got an autograph uh, the two base relics are going to junk wax twins congratulations junk wax twins thanks for watching tonight always fun to have you in the audience Absolutely, uh, thanks guys next up the uh travis konecki banner year dual relic is flying out to NJ Sensation. Congratulations, Justin. NJ Sensation. Put that on a plane to NJ, New Jersey. Uh, the Sean Monahan banner year is going to McFerrin Robert. Congratulations, McFarren Robert. And then that RPA numbered to just 35 of the young Devils rookie, Igor uh, is going to at Sam2bsc Sam2bsc. Congratulations. Uh, next up from Panini Diamond Kings, we've got that Alex Kirilov dual relic card number two, just card. twenty-five. Yeah, absolutely love that. That's going to Chellfan93, Chellfan93. Congratulations. And then the Ian Anderson autograph is going to Nate Dog 5075. Nate Dog 5075 got the Ian Anderson autograph from Diamond Kings. And now we've got four winners from uh, Chronicles. Uh, I think I wrote them in sort of backwards order, but I have the Gabriel Davis auto is up first for the Buffalo Bills. That's going to, oh, and that's on that turn of the century design. I love that. That's going to methodical794. Congratulations, methodical794. The LaVisca Chenault Jr., numbered to 10. It's going to Chris Brown1. Congratulations, Chris Brown1. You haven't won in quite a while, I don't think. So, congratulations there on the LaVisca Chenault Jr., numbered to 10 the big chunky anthony mcfarland auto with a big patch on there it's going to michael c797 congratulations michael c797 and then that coveted chase claypool crown royal autograph numbered to 70 die cut it's going to jt porch 49 jt porch 49 congratulations thank you everybody who entered everybody who chatted everybody who gave us uh suggestions on our dr beckett interview uh and the fun time hanging out in the chat that y'all had thank you who else do we need to thank rob
0: I think uh, Dr. James Beckett himself for uh, joining us, Chris Carlin for sending us uh, Upper Deck SP Game News, Tracy Hackler for sending us the Panini product, James Gale for keeping everything running smoothly behind the scenes as always. And I'd like to personally thank you, Ivan. (laughs) All right. We
1: will be back next week. I forgot a winner, Rob. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, the Aussie Smith Diamond Kings uh, <laughs> is going to Ivan's mom. Hey, I'm, I'm down.
0: I'm down. It's too funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back with a brand new episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show, next week. In the meantime, always be collecting. Have a great weekend, everyone. And like I've been liking to say lately, because I'm trying to do it too, be the change you want to see in the world. Be good to each other out there. Have a great weekend and always be collecting. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.